Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 36 years of radio presence. I thank you so much for making us part of your day, your night, your afternoon, wherever you happen to be, listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And when I say worldwide, of course, we were the first show, the first sports show to hit the internet back in 1992 when Talk America was an all-talk channel, and they were doing basically like straight talk shows. And we decided we're going to put a sports talk show on that. And, of course, the first – that's what we were the first show on the internet. That's what they tell me. First network show on the internet back in 1992 as far as sports concerned. So we've evolved since then. Of course, this is 2009. Been around a little while. The show's been on the air since 1984. I welcome you to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now that we've done all the props, we're going to talk heavyweights today. Of course, no, not heavyweights, meaning heavyweights, heavyweights. We're talking to me. The heavyweights, the current heavyweights, the guys are really controlling the scene right now. Of course, it used to be said, he who controls the heavyweight champion controls boxing. Well, not anymore because, you know, there's been guys like Oscar De La Hoya and Sugar Ray Leonard and before him, Sugar Ray Robinson. Guys were able to call their own shots that weren't the heavyweight champion. But now we've got Canelo. Canelo's essentially the heavyweight champion of the world, of course, drawing that $375 million contract for 11 fights with the zone. So right now the heavyweight champion is not a heavyweight. He's either a light heavyweight, the WBO light heavyweight champion, or a middleweight champion. Which one? I don't know. Oh, yeah, wait, take it back. Canelo's also got a belt at, what, 168. So Canelo's just rocking and rolling with belts. Of course, coming back in May, a single new mile date. They don't know who they're going to face, but Canelo versus Triple G, I don't want to see that again. It's sort of like eating a sandwich. We, we ate the sandwich once. I don't want to eat it twice, and I definitely don't want to eat it the third time. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Deontay Wilder after the break. Deontay Wilder and, of course, Luis Ortiz rocking and rolling last night. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 
Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Let's jump right in. Imagine the night before Thanksgiving you partied too hard. Now you're suffering through Turkey Day trying not to Ralph on Uncle Ralph. Bob, do you A, vomit, B, guzzle the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine? Um... Take Nauzine? Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging in food or drink. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website. WBOboxing.com. This WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing MMA today only on Sports Byline. Straight up, the bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder, of course, not looking too sharp last night, losing most of the fight, losing almost every round, losing every round on a couple of Georgia scorecards. Of course, before the seventh round, one-punch knockout. He was hurt himself in the fight. I'm talking about the bronze bomber. Of course, the 2008 Olympic bronze medalist out of Mobile, Alabama. Of course, the mecca of boxing in everybody's mind, not. Anyway, now 42-0-1. Of course, that O a bit, bit questionable because, you know, it got that Tyson Fury thing last year in 2018, then the... 2018, where I thought, you know, Tyson Fury just mopped the floor with him, except for those two knockdowns. Of course, the one knockdown in the ninth round, the one knockdown in the twelfth round, the twelfth round when 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 Tyson Fury got up was like 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 wow, how could he ever get up? But then again, I fell 40 feet through a roof and I got up off a concrete floor, so you can't get up. Sometimes things just don't look the way they are. I mean, because I remember some cops were looking through. I was a San Francisco policeman, you guys. Listen to this, and I'm looking there, and I fall through the roof looking for a burglar. So I fell through a roof. And then I fell through a ceiling in an office, and the ceiling in the office sort of slowed down my my fall a little bit, so the second ceiling. And uh, the bottom line was I landed on the cement floor, okay? And these cops are saying, I think he's dead, I think he's dead. Well, that's what we were saying we were looking at Tyson Fury. Well, both of us got up. Tyson Fury got up, of course, from the most vicious punch I've seen in a long, long time, maybe, until the punch he last night, that Deontay Wilder landed last night on Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz, of course, the, you know, the guys had some, some okay let's be honest the guy's a cheat he's cheated a couple of times been caught with steroids more than once tried to say he had high blood pressure something like that listen if his blood pressure was as high as he was indicated he couldn't fight so that was a wolf story guys like 39 going on 90 years old 
Give him his props now. 31 and 2. The only two fights he's ever lost, of course, was to Wilder, 26 kills. But he succumbs in the seventh round last night. Um, Wilder behind on the scorecards, scorecards, I think 59, 55 twice and 59, 56 once. So straight up, he wasn't winning the fight. But if you were listening to the announcers, you might have thought he might have been winning the fight. I mean, these guys were winning everything, but well, let's not even go there. Bottom line is, here's the post-fight interview. Deontay Wilder, fellas, had said to us, you know, I say I'm the baddest man on the planet, but I know I'm still proving myself. And I think that's a healthy attitude for him to have, Lennox. And I think he proved something here again tonight against a dangerous man. You can say, oh, he was going to knock him out the whole time. I know Joe threw that in my face. But still, <laughs> he, had, he had to go out and do it, and that was not easy. It wasn't easy. I mean, Luis Ortiz, he's the boogeyman, and he came out. This is why a lot of people stayed away from him. Imagine if this fight was six years ago, you know, when Luis Ortiz was a little younger. But, uh, um, you know, he tried the best today, and uh, uh, Deontay came out, showed his power, showed his strength, showed that he's getting a lot wiser in the ring, and he knows how to figure people out. He knows that he needs to soften them up first and then take them out, not just go out there and take them out. I so, wanted to say that, too. Like, when Joe, we looked at each other when he said, I know my, you know my ring IQ, nobody gives us credit. No, 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 we just did give you credit, right? right. That ring IQ is he is learning. He's getting better. He started boxing at 19. That was extraordinarily exactly. difficult. Just to get into the Olympics and win a bronze medal yep. at that late start is just incredible. It shows you what he's made of. But I, I just want to make one point. Deontay Wilder is a good man. He's got a good heart. He's got a lot of love for Ortiz. Uh, yeah, you could say he just knocked him out cold. That is one thing, but that's business. But in reality, he's a very good man. I think he's going to be a great ambassador for boxing, for the heavyweight division. And he showed his heart tonight, just the love he has for that man and his family. And that means yeah. something to me. I agree with you, Joe. You know, he's compassionate, yeah. uh, a great person, and, you know, he's, he's always confident. And uh, he's always learning. And he knows he still needs to learn more sure. and go back to the gym and learn. Yeah. Uh, uh, has a lot more to learn you never stop learning being a boxer so you can't say you know everything and i think it's very healthy the way he spoke after the fight too look tyson fury in february it'll be fury and wilder again and right now andy ruiz has those belts andy ruiz anthony joshua the rematch december 7th in saudi arabia and we have to see who wins that fight but i like that they're all talking about each other right they're all saying look we're the champs and all three can make some sort of case but now deontay's like there needs and he's been saying this for years lennox needs to be one face of boxing one heavyweight champ and with that happens then it transcends mere boxing and gets all over sports worldwide it only gets bigger i agree with you you know this is what i wanted to do when i was boxing you know, uh, get rid of all the misfits, and there can only be one champion, <laughs> and uh, uh, that's what happened. So now he's on; he's doing the same thing, and that's what needs to be done. Oh, I think we're whittling uh, the, uh, the separating the wheat from the chaff, and we're going to get to the number one guy eventually here. I think that's coming, and I'll tell you what a rejuvenation of the heavyweight division between the Ortiz, other uh, the uh, the Ruiz win over Joshua, and uh, just the devastating performances by. Uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, it's really rejuvenated the heavyweight division, which uh, hasn't been, right. you know, uh, uh, front and center in a long time. I'm loving it now. Got dull for a while. I tell you what, Fury Wilder is going to be fascinating. Just the buildup for yeah. that fight. Let me throw this your way. Did you know two judges had it five rounds to one Ortiz? Five rounds one, of course, Ortiz was up in the fight, but then again, the one punch sort of ended it, and that's why we all watch boxing, that one punch. The definitive end was that one punch knockout, of course, in the seventh round. Straight up, Deontay Wilder still unbeaten now, 
42 and 0 with a draw and 41 wax. Of course, Mr. Ortiz dropping the 31 and 2, only lost those two fights to Wilder, 31 and 2, 26 kills. Um, he's had a good run for a guy coming from Cuba. Straight up had a late, late start as far as Wilder was concerned, a late start in boxing. Heard people talking about that. Joe Goose and Brian Kenny and the former world heavyweight champion Lennox Lewis there, of course, with Fox Sports last night. Um, but I gotta tell you. I, I'm going to broach this with the Godfather, and I'll bring him up in just a minute, Larry Merchant. But I'm going back to what my boxing buddies tell me. I'm talking about the purists, like Hector Martinez, who was Roberto Duran's manager and himself a, a stud as an amateur, a Golden Glove champion, okay? A guy that could have been a great well, fighter if he really wanted to. Um, he thinks that Deontay Wilder, again, is more of a conditioned street fighter than a real boxer, per se. And that last night proved it against Ortiz. Hmm. Anyway, bottom line is he was a winner. Of course, he sets up this eventual rematch with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is not going to risk anything before then except these WWE matches. But they're talking February. And Godfather Larry Merchant, welcome to the show. We saw the cuts on Tyson Fury's face just a couple of months ago. You think he'll be ready in February? Well, um, I I failed my final exam in med school, so I really don't know. But, uh, so, uh, maybe it comes off a couple of months, uh, later. Uh, mm-hmm. the point is, uh, that they are scheduled to fight, that we've got a major heavyweight fight coming up and that these guys are eager to fight each other, uh, to find out who the best of the rest are and to make uh, more money than their great-great-grandchildren will be able to spend. So all that is good. It's great for boxing. Uh, it will encourage other young men uh, maybe to try it um, and so on. What I got to kick out of the fight uh, last night. I'm asking is someone who did not see it live mm-hmm. because on principle I just didn't think it was worth being a pay-per-view fight. I applaud anyone who wants to put up a tent and invite people to come in, but uh, people have to have their own thoughts and designs on whether they think the show is worthwhile. Okay, and I'm going to put you on the spot because you walked right into that one. Larry Murch is our guest, of course, the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Hall of Fame himself. Did you ever do any pay-per-view cards on HBO that you thought weren't worthy of HBO, weren't worthy of pay-per-view? No. That's pretty. That's a great, honest answer. That's pretty good because most no. of the shows were stellar. Yeah, no, wait fact, a minute. You know, it doesn't what? mean they turned out to be True. great fights, but on there paper. was a different sense about what a pay-per-view fight was, mm-hmm. um, what a pay-per-view leading man was uh so times change and i think what a big part of this pedro um was trying to find out whether wilder has captured an audience a pay-per-view audience mm-hmm. whether the uh, the uh, a heavyweight fighter who's a knockout guy and provides some excitement um, is going to generate widespread interest. 
from what I've read, Dan, Dan Raphael, who covers these things as well as anybody I've ever known in the game, um, the card had about $30 million in guarantees to fighters. $20 million to Wilder. Uh, was pay-per-view big enough to cover that? Including, there wasn't much of a crowd that I could, uh, um, that I've uh, heard about. I don't know. Did they prove their point? I think the the analysis of Wilder as a fighter um, from the analysis is correct. Uh, but I don't think he's just a street fighter. I think he's got an improvisational style. He's athletic, and he knows now what he can do and what he can do best. And, and, uh, and, and it, he's, it's turning out pretty good for him. So uh, more power to him, although I don't know if he needs more power. Cute. More Larry Merchant after the break. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Going to the break with the Godfather of Soul. You can text us here in the studio. Shoot us on a text. We'll talk with about it with Larry on the air. The text number, 415-275-1613. The guilt-free text line, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Sports Byline. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. YouTube to Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. December 7th, the day that will live in infamy, according to President Franklin Dolan R. Roosevelt, of course, the day the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor in 1941. But December 7th, 2019, wow, it's a boxing hotbed, I kid you not. And of course, the promoters are always going to put more than one card on the same day, probably at the same time. December 7th, of course, the zone. We'll get to that in just a minute. Andrew Ruiz and Anthony Joshua for the three-fourths three, three of the World Heavyweight Championship. December 7th on Showtime, the aforementioned Jamel Charlo. Of course, one of the Charlo brothers taking on Dennis Hogan. Hogan was the guy that got shafted against Jaime Munguia about two months ago. I mean, he got the – listen, he deserved to ride the elevator to the penthouse because he won this fight clearly, and they gave him the shaft and said, what can I say, poor Dennis Hogan. That was unfortunate. But he's not a star. He's not a draw. And the boxing establishment sort of – sort of nixed him that night. That's just the way it was. It was a it was a boxing establishment move on my part. And you on the same card, Chris Eubank and Matt Korobov. Korobov used to be able to rock a little bit. That's for a WBC interim middleweight title. Also on the seventh, ESPN Plus is going to go with Emmanuel Navarrete, probably the best pound for pound Mexican boxing right now. Oh, how can I say that when Canelo's a king of boxing? Yeah, he may be the king, but I think this guy's a prince. Bob Arum's got it right when he says this guy is one hot Mexican fighter. WB 122-pound champion, a loser in one fight, a loser in, in one fight, I think in 28-1, 27-1, something like that, taking on Francisco Horta. That's going to be on December 7th as well, and that's ESPN+. Plus. So a day that will live in infamy in 1941 is going to be a pretty good day in boxing history in 2019, Godfather. Uh, sounds like it. Might be a traditional way to celebrate that occasion, uh, that disaster. Where were you? Where were you? Um, where were you? Did you watch the fight last night? Yeah, I, I watched. I watched. I watched clips of it. I was trying to sell tickets. You know, I got an event going up here in San Francisco pretty soon, and I want to sell these tickets out so I can well, get my I read, headache. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a stats person necessarily, but sometimes mm-hmm. they give an insight to how a fight went. There were, according to the stats, seventy punches landed in the whole fight, which means an average of Five from each fighter in each round. What? What kind of fight is that? Now, they're heavyweights, and Ortiz uh, was, was able to, to avoid the big punches for six rounds. Mm-hmm. But, um, gee whiz, will anybody notice or remember? Probably not. 
But um, there it is. Was that worth 75 bucks? I don't know. No, Not no, no. Me. I know. I didn't pay the 75 bucks. I mean, I, I realized that mm, I couldn't do this. And there's been a, listen, there have been cards over the years that have been on pay-per-view. And of course, me as a, a journalist, and, and, I've, and I've been forced or, or compelled to watch it. And how I do a Godfather is I go over somebody else's house or I go to the theater and watch it at the sports bar. I won't. I'm, I'm not going to throw eighty bucks down. I'm sorry. I just can't throw eighty bucks sometimes on a piece of on, on something not worthy of eighty bucks. Well, yes, and I. I uh, all right, we're on the same uh, page with the same network there. What else okay. is in your mind? Well, Charlo and Hogan. Charlo's looking for superstardom here, and Hogan's probably one of these rough and tough guys. That if he doesn't bring his A game, I'm telling you, he's he's a. This is. This is the quintessential spoiler, Dennis Hogan taking on Jamal Charlo. But then again, you know, they say Al Heyman's not a dummy when it comes to making matches. I don't know here. This looks like a tough fight. Uh, I have no opinion. I like the Charlos. Is this, this is not, this is Jamal Charlo, not Jamal Charlo. Yeah, and this is Jamal, J-E-R-M-A-L-L. All right, well, look, um, he's, he's a pretty good fighter he can punch um let's see if he can punch a guy who's coming right at him do you remember frank i'm gonna I'm throw you back in time a little bit we're talking about boxing mothers you remember frank the animal fletcher remember the guy from 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 uh, atlantic who was the atlantic city or philly remember him back yes. about 15 20 years all right his mother was the was one of the greatest characters in the history of boxing do you remember her Yes, and, and oh. she was on television a lot rooting for her son. Oh, she was hilarious. She was great. And then, you know what? I, I, I just I love boxing mothers. You just see them out there, and they're, <laughs> they're throwing their heart and soul in their ringside. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to win. Sometimes you got to lose. I've seen moms celebrate. I've seen moms brokenhearted. Yeah, well, uh, it, it's usually fathers and sons and uh, mothers hiding in their bedrooms and hoping their child uh, came out with all his faculties. True. And Jamal Charlo's mother, she comes, she, she's, she's very, um, she's very vocal. She's very vocal. And she's very supportive of both her young men. So that's on the seventh. That's on Showtime. And for those people that said that Showtime would be dead and buried by now, and this is 2019, December 7th, and uh, not so fast. It looks like they're well, going to I'll be watching, uh, all of these fights. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the heavyweight fight. Um, That's all right. Um, I think it's the biggest event of the year, uh, the, the rematch, and, and the anticipation for it, and to see how real Ruiz is, and and with six months to prepare, um, how how well that um, Joshua rebounds. You know, and the fact they're going to fight in front of a million people outdoors, a million people, a hundred, a hundred thousand people outdoors. That's just, I, 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 that's, just, you know, we've, I've only been in arenas where they've held 15, 20,000 people outdoors. I've never been out to a, to a hundred thousand seat outdoor arena. Listen, I think you in, know what? what? Um, um, the famous Dempsey Tunney fights and yeah. back in the day, outdoors. Over a hundred thousand people. Rain or shine, and they didn't. And they didn't have uh, television monitors uh, to watch from the uh, 
from the outer reaches uh, to see what was really going on. They just wanted to be there. Uh, and this will be a big curiosity and uh, a promotional event uh, for Dubai. Uh, but for us, it's an intriguing rematch. You know, you talk about the outdoor arenas in, on the San Francisco border because boxing was illegal in San Francisco circa 1900. They used to fight in Daly City, which was right across the border. So there was a 100,000-seat outdoor stadium built in the area of Sickles and Mission, and I drive by there often. But Jack Johnson fought out there. Stanley Ketchell fought out there. A lot of great fighters out there. But they used to draw 100,000, 110,000 people to this outdoor arena. That's just uh, I, I, you know, I've seen twenty thousand. I can't imagine a hundred thousand people in an outdoor arena. Have you ever seen a hundred thousand people in an outdoor arena, Godfather? I've seen a lot. Um, uh, when I was uh, a sports editor and columnist in Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia had its its own version of the Coliseum, and um, I think you can stuff. Uh, maybe ninety thousand in there, and I saw a couple of army army navy games there, and so forth, where there were big crowds, and it's it becomes a fun occasion. Interesting, of course, Ruiz and um, Joshua battling for making. They're going to make some good money. The 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 people in the Middle East are putting up a lot of money, evidently. And, and I'm and I'm doing this with with your assertion that there's going to be an outdoor air conditioner. Well, uh, it's not my assertion. It's I'm just reporting what I've <laughs> read, and I'm sure that uh, two fighters, uh, elite fighters, are not going to uh, uh, fight under the lights uh, when when it's 115 out, uh, outside. No, uh, okay. and presumably they have a way of uh, airing the, the ring area. It doesn't seem like uh, something you'd have to. Uh, dredge up an Einstein to do okay. uh, and they're putting up supposedly 40 million dollars hey uh, it makes it a curiosity in many ways beyond boxing well I'm glad your I'm glad your curiosity is still working say hello to the godmama give her a big kiss we'll talk soon godfather you got it Pedro thank you the great one the one the only Larry Merchant on Sports Byline hey. That's all I want to fight is serious challenges. We've got respect for each other, mutual respect, fighter to fighter. But when it comes down to competition, we're both beasts, we're both lions in the jungle. And the best man has to win. Joshua looks so tired. I think he wants out. He says that's it. He says that's it. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. The chilly weather is here, and the holidays are just around the corner. And as the days get shorter, it may feel like you have no time to finish those lingering home projects on your to-do list. Luckily, HomeAdvisor can give you a hand so you can sit back and enjoy the holiday cheer. 
From minor repairs to major remodels, HomeAdvisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area who can help with any home project, from painting and plumbing to furnace repair and even hanging up those holiday lights. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy. So get your projects done now before the holiday rush. And to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. Message and data rates may apply. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting SMART to 84888. Sleep great through the holidays and get up to $400 off by texting SMART to 84888. That's S-M-A-R-T to 84888. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Okay, let's go. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going to overdo the day that will live in infamy thing, with, of course, with December 7th, but as far as Andy Ruiz is concerned, this is his day of reckoning. What I'm trying to tell you is that everybody thought, you know, that fat guy going into the first fight was a mark. That he was a mark. That, you know, I mean, that, that, that Joshua picked him out of a crowd after the other guy failed the steroid test. And, you know, let me, let me find some fat, some easy mark. And who looked easier than Pillsbury Doughboy Andy Ruiz? I mean, come on, man. I mean, if you, if you, listen, if you said to me, Pedro, and, and of course I fought it at a, at a weight where you had to make a weight. But if they said to me, you got to fight, you were going to have to fight some guy that was like 120 pounds, but he's got 25 pounds, 20 pounds of fat on him. You fought him 139. I'd be licking my chops. I'd be licking my chops. Okay. But this is a heavyweight division over 200 pounds. You know, anything can happen over 200 pounds when you get hit on the chin. Now Ruiz showed a whole lot of intestinal fortitude. The man went down, he got up. He, 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 I mean, he showed that he was there. He was there to fight. I mean, Joshua must have, he must have spit with a, with a capital H there. I mean, he must have. I mean, holy cow. The guy got up. He's fat. He's beating me up. I mean, I'm getting beat up by a fat boy. This, I mean, there must, listen, this had to be demoralizing. It had to be like one of the most, one of the most depressing moments in his entire life. And I think, I don't think it's one of those things where you'd be able to turn it around. I really say, oh, well, he's, you know, he's coming in lighter and he'll maybe he'll move a little faster. 
listen, coming in lighter or heavyweight, I don't think that's going to be the difference here. I think it's going to be the the size of the uh, the uh, instruments below the below the waist, the intestinal fortitude. You know, I'm talking about the stones. I mean, he didn't have the stones the last time. He quit like a dog. I can still see him quit. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua. I can still see it. And folks, you know, I pumped him hard. He was a 2012 Olympic gold medalist, a stud coming from the UK. I thought he could, you know, unify the world, but he couldn't fight as good as he could talk. I mean, he looked good. He's beautiful. He's six foot seven, you know. He sculpted nice. He's going to come in a little leaner than he did the first time. I'll get to that in just a second. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But he's going to come in lighter, and he's going to come in more focused this time. Well, you know, if you couldn't – and listen, you're focused from every fight. If, if, you lose, if you lose focus going into a fight with anybody, you're an idiot because you know – you've been boxing a while. You've been boxing longer than three or four days you know that things can get turned around in a heartbeat. You can get hit. You can get clipped with an elbow and nobody saw it. Boom, it's all over. You don't know things happen. People get knocked out. People can get clipped like the great Andre Ward said. Of course, 2004 Olympic gold medals, undefeated as a professional, coming back maybe, 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 maybe against Canelo Alvarez if they give him enough money. But Andre Ward, he, you know, he, he told it just like it was. You don't get fat between fights. You don't, you don't think he can't learn no more? I mean, he has those boxing Ten Commandments. I'm talking about Andre Ward. They're just amazing. Of course, I have a lot of respect for that young man. I've known him a long time, since long before he was famous, long before he was a, a household name in the boxing world. Of course, he was this young, skinny kid. I went over to Oakland to King's Gym, and the old King's Gym. I think it was on, on East 14th Street, I believe. And um, there he was, and he and he'd won a fight, this and that. And, 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 and yeah, everybody's talking about this kid. This kid's really good. And he, and he sparkled on this guy. I mean, the guy that he fought was was no match, no match whatsoever. So that was my first vision of Andre Ward. So Andre Ward then went on and started licking everybody, and he was undefeated. And then they told me he lost a fight. I said, you got to be kidding. So I went to Marsha King. She was the, she's the late former owner of King's Gym. Of course, Charles King is still alive and still running the gym, but she died about 10, 12 years ago. She was a lady that told Julio Cesar Chavez, you don't clean that spit up off my floor. You're getting the F out of my gym right now. Seriously. She, 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 hey, she was, listen, Marsha King was the real deal, man. That, that was the real, real deal back there. But Charles King and Marsha King, Charles King still running the gym in Oakland, California. I was over there a couple of months ago, of course, got some good pros in there. That's still boxing at its purest. You know, I mean, the gyms, that's where you see it. The amateur game, this is the, the breeding ground for boxing. That's why right now, uh, boxing, although, in some people's minds, it's doing great. I say to myself, you know, it can do better. And how you do better is you you you, you work with the amateur program. I mean, this is just a, a given. You got to invest money into this amateur program. They do not want to invest the money in the amateur program like they do in the uh, UK. Of course, the UK invests a lot of money, and the UK got got their money and, wor- and more. I mean, Ricky Burns, guys like that. Of course, they were all part of that Frank Warren drive about 15 years ago where he pumped about, I think he was pumping five to six million bucks a year into amateur boxing in the UK. And the result was he got some good champions out of that. What I'm trying to tell you is there is no, there's no intent in the United States anymore, not to fund a box, not to really get behind the boxing team. In fact, I don't think you're going to be seeing too much of that in the upcoming Olympics. I mean, for the last couple of Olympics, I mean, how much boxing did you see? 
It used to be the highest rated sport of a month. It used to be the sport. I mean, I'm not, maybe I'm going back in time and showing my age, but no, man. It used to be, when you used to watch the Olympics on TV, you watch the sports. You watch, you watch George Foreman, of course, waving that, uh, that, that American flag in 1968, of course, at the height of the Vietnam War. He didn't have to go. That's why he was waving that flag. Anyway, of course, he won the Olympic gold medal down there in 1968. George Foreman. Guy came to California, of course, from Houston, Texas, hooked up in Newark, California. And then I ran into this, this. I ran into him at Newman's gym. I guess I was about seven or eight. My father, no, no, I was older than that. I had to be about 1966, 67. So I had to be about 10 years old, nine or 10 years old. So my father brought me over to Newman's gym to watch these workouts, you know, because I was a big boxing enthusiast. And so was he. So anyway, he was the guy that told me Sugar Ray Robbins can never lose a fight. Well, he did lose a fight. Anyway, we're going over there and we're watching these guys box and this guy, George Foreman, and he's never had a fight. He never had a fight. And my father said, yeah, they were t- I read about in the paper. We read about it in Jack Fisk column that there was some guy from the job court that was lifting people off the ground with his punches at Newman's gym. Okay, well, we went down there, and sure enough, George Foreman was lifting guys off the ground. But he was lifting guys off the ground the size of myself and Scott Cuddy. What I'm trying to say is George was a bully. He was a bully. He was beating up guys, you guys. There were... 165, 170 pounds, and he was like 210 and chiseled. That just wasn't cool to me. I thought that was a bit, and of course, George, you know, got the good reputation, the guy, you know, smiling all the time, and, you know, the, the burrito, the Burger King, and that kind of good stuff, the grill, made all kinds of money on the grill, more power, more power to him. I think that's all great and fine and dandy, but, you know, he isn't the saint that you think he is, and as far as George Foreman's story is concerned, I remember what Ron Weathers told me about George being in, uh, in a hotel, and he had his own guard dogs. I told you about the story about the guard dogs, right? When George Foreman took the, the guard dogs to uh, Zaire, Africa for his fight with Muhammad Ali. Now, he took German shepherds over there, two of them on a private plane, a private jet. And <clears throat> I guess it ain't such a bad thing to bring your dogs with you. But when you bring the dogs that represent slave owners over to where slaves are, yikes, you're going to have an issue. You know what I'm saying? So they immediately hated George Foreman. They saw like him with these dogs, these slave dogs. The only time you ever saw a German shepherd in Africa is when a slave owner had it. Okay, that's just the way it was. So you, you, can, you, know, you tie one and one together. You think that George Foreman, the, the African people thought that George Foreman was like the devil. And he wasn't really a devil. He, was, he wasn't, a, wasn't a really bad guy, but he wasn't, he wasn't the nicest guy in the world either. But he wasn't a devil. But the George Foreman story that really, really pushed me over the edge, over the edge as far as George was concerned. Of course, that was in, I think it was, was it Texas? No, nah, it was, I think it was in Vegas. He got this dog up on like the 12th floor of a hotel. And he was trying to say the dog was, you know, very obedient to him. The dog would do whatever he wants. And somebody sort of bet him that the dog wouldn't. So what he did was he stood the dog, he set, he put the dog on a table near the edge of the, um, the balcony there on the 12th floor of the hotel. And he told the dog to jump. And the dog jumped to his death. So I guess George won that bet, but the dog died. So you know what I'm trying to say? It's, he maybe do the Wendy's commercials, all that kind of good stuff, and do the grill, and you know. And and I've known him since 1967, and we've done some some great great interviews over the years. Of course, that 1989 interview I did with him on FNN Television sort of set him and uh, his fight with Evander Holyfield in gear because he had knocked out JB Williamson, of course. And we did this big interview on TV, and it made it made listen that interview I did with Foreman. Um, on FNN Sports, and I think it was in May of 1989 from Galveston, Texas. That was shown on just about every TV station in the world. I mean, it just was, because George Foreman was hot at the time. He was coming back, and he was fighting a former champion, a light, a light heavyweight champion, J.B. Williamson. But the bottom line was George was like, 
he was a cat's meow when he came to publicity at that point in time. So I did the interview and like people all over the world was getting letters and this stuff. I don't get that now, but the bottom line was, man, working with George Foreman, you know, from 1967 all the way to 1989, of course, and talking about it. We've talked about, you know, our working separately and differently at different times at Newman's Gym, the famed Newman's Gym here in San Francisco, a gym that I sort of failed because when they went to shut it down, I didn't jump in with the landmark issue. It should, it should have been a landmark because it was the oldest boxing gym in the continental United States. And it should have been should have been like a national landmark. But I wasn't hip to it at the time. And I let this guy, Don Stewart, take the gym down the street because I figured, well, at least the gym's going to be there. So I'll just move the gym a couple blocks away. Well, once it went a couple blocks away, Don Stewart, who had made it, whose claim to fame was, uh, how can I put this, um, saying he was Sonny Liston's trainer. He never trained a Sunday list in his life. And, of course, his claim to fame really was being the swim coach at the YMCA here in San Francisco. You are, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, this is the the uh, open hour, the first hour of two here on Sports Byline, talking combat sports. We have open phone lines around the planet. You can join us if you like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. December 7th, I talked about the fight today, the heavyweight fight, of course, the the fight that will people will probably be talking for through the Christmas season if you're a boxing fan. I think this is when, because you don't know how this is going to go down. At least most people, most fight fans don't know how this is going to go down. Of course, you never, nobody's ever positive the outcome of a fight unless you're involved. That's different. That's sort of funny. You know, you know, you know the fight you're going to win personally. You can feel it deep in your, I mean, you just can't. There's not, you know, you just can't, just can't because you never doubt yourself. But as far as these two guys are concerned, I know that everybody's saying, well, you know, Joshua's in leaner. He's going to come back and he's meaner and this and that. But Joshua, let's go back to boxing principles. He doesn't throw uppercuts. You've got a guy that's that's um, that's ducking and bobbing and weaving and going down low like Andy Ruiz is and throwing over the top. You've got to be able to set, step to the side and uppercut him. And I think that's what they're going to try to do, but it ain't going to work. It just doesn't work. You can't – remember the old, the old story, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Well, the reason why I'm calling Anthony Joshua an old dog is that he was an old dog when he started boxing. He started boxing late, just like Wilder. Wilder started boxing, I think, at 19. Now he's a WBC heavyweight champion. Give him some props. But Anthony Joshua started boxing late. It wasn't in his blood. It isn't deep in his – it's not in his DNA for some reason. It just isn't. These guys that are late developers and late bloomers, they don't make it. Guys like George Foreman. Give him a little boxing background. Give him a few amateur fights. Look out, he wins the 1968 Olympic gold medal in somewhat impression fashion and then goes on to destroy Joe Frazier for the World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, that was epic. And, of course, the comeback, in 19, that was in 1995, knocking out Michael Moore. You know what's pretty cold about Michael Moore? Of course, he was from, I think, Manassa, Pennsylvania. So a big gun freak, Michael was. I liked him when he was the – I mean, I was close to him when he was with Cronk Jim, and that was when he was the WBO uh, light heavyweight champion, 175-pound title. In fact, he – Defending that title in Sacramento on a card that Amanda Stewart came out for. So, I mean, I, I love being around Michael, but Michael was a bit paranoid. And then he got into guns. And then Michael Moore, I, when he became heavyweight champion, I was working with Don King. So I got to televise some of his fights and, and go backstage with these guys and this and that. And Michael Moore was a deep guy. He was a deep, I think, and the reason why I'm bringing him up is we're talking heavyweights this morning. And of all the heavyweights I've encountered, and Lennox Lewis as well, um, he's the deepest. He's just deep. I mean, Lennox... Lennox, I, I, I think the Lennox Lewis moment that sort of blew my mind was after he slapped David Tua around. Remember David Tua, the throwing Samoan? I mean, the, the slowing Samoan, call it what you want, but he came into that fight way out of shape with with uh, Lennox Lewis fighting for the World Heavyweight Championship. He, he left his fight in the gym. I mean, I mean, or left his fight at the buffet table. Either one, he was fat. He wasn't ready. 
Lennox went out there and waxed him for 12 rounds. Supposed to be a tough fight. Wasn't a tough fight. I was in the dressing room afterwards. He goes, ah. he's breathing down. Lennox goes, he wasn't spit. Spit with an H. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So he's leaving the life he's come to know. Ooh. He said he's going. He said he's going back to find. Going back to find. Ooh, 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 what's left of his world. The world he left behind. Not so long. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk. 
with Pedro Fernandez. The mighty guitar of my buddy Jeff Tamalier, Concord, California, Pittsburgh, California, over there, Pleasant Hill. I forget where he lives, actually, he's moving around. But Jeff Tamalier, of course, formerly of Tower Power, the Jefferson Starship, Jefferson Air. I mean, he was just, he was a guy. He really was. He was an amazing guitar player, and he still is. I saw Jeff a couple of months ago. In fact, last year he played with the Average White Band. Speaking of Average White Band, no, I better not give that scoop out because I'm doing something as far as promotions concerned. Bottom line is, let's go back to boxing. Of course, Leo Santa Cruz, a winner last night now, 37-1-1-19 wax. Of course, he beat Miguel uh, Flores over 12 rounds, 24-3, and to claim the WBA Super Featherweight title. is 130 pounds. And this young man, keep an eye on these guys. These guys are pretty crazy. I'm talking about Chinese fighters. Uh, WBA Featherweight title holder, X Zhu Khan. Successfully defended his WBA featherweight title. I thought this other guy was. That's what I mean. Wasn't this other guy just? Wasn't Leo Santa Cruz the WBA featherweight champion just now? I mean, didn't they just say that? Anyway, that's the WBA having a couple of different titles for the same way. The world of bunko and anarchy. That's what I call them. Anyway, the WBA featherweight title Saturday night. Of course, it was Indio, California, defeating Manny Robles the third by unanimous nod. Scores 120, 108, 119, 109, and 118, 110. Which means that he flat out whooped that. You know what? 18-2 now is can. Uh, Take that back, 18-2, three knockouts. Only three knockouts? Maybe that's why I haven't heard too much about this guy. But the bottom line is, fighters from Asia, fighters from fighters from Asia, fighters from Russia, These, why are they stepping up? Why are they excelling in boxing right now? Because when you wipe your butt with a rock and you want to use toilet paper, you would do just about anything to get there. Versus rock versus toilet paper. Just think about it that way. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That's my bunny, Letty Williams and Tower of Power, telling me it's so very hard to go for this hour on Sports Byline. But we come up with another hour on Sports Byline. Check us out. Hour number two, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming up after the news or the break at the top of the hour. Bottom line is, I thank you so much for tuning in today. There's a million things you can be doing right now when you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A woman and two children killed when their vehicle was struck by an Amtrak passenger train at a crossing in Jupiter, Florida yesterday. The train was heading from Miami to New York. None of those on the train were hurt. During an unannounced visit to Iraq yesterday, Vice President Mike Pence was talking about the strong relationship that continues to exist between the U.S. and the Middle Eastern country. During Pence's visit, he also reassured Iraqi Kurds of continued U.S. support, despite the fact that President Trump decided to withdraw troops from northern Syria, something that drew criticism that Washington had betrayed its Kurdish allies there. Pope Francis in Japan today touring Nagasaki and Hiroshima and calling for the abolition of all nuclear weapons. This is USA Radio News. Do you have a... 
for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. The man hunts over for the suspect who allegedly killed an Alabama sheriff last night. The 18-year-old man turning himself in after a three-hour manhunt following the shooting deaths of Lowndes County Sheriff John Williams killed in the line of duty at a convenience store. Williams is the fifth Alabama law enforcement officer to be killed in the line of duty this year. The identity of the suspect has not yet been released. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's been in a hospital since Friday evening. A court spokesman says Ginsburg first checked into a Washington, D.C. facility after experiencing chills and a fever on Friday night. She was then transferred to Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. With intravenous antibiotics and fluids, her symptoms have now abated, and she's expected to be released from the hospital on Sunday. That's USA Radio's Wendy King. Justice Ginsburg is 86 years old. And this is USA Radio News. Friends and family, I've told you about the great sleep I get with my my pillow every night. Well, right now you can get a great deal and extra safety because if you go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, get their buy one get one free offer on the my pillow premium pillow. Your 60-day money back guarantee goes all the way through March 1st, 2020. That's now through December 25th. When you go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special and use my promo code USA. Several British police officers are recovering from injuries they suffered last night when they were attacked by a mob with machetes in Birmingham. The Guardian reports that the officers had to use tasers and canines as they made arrests and tried to disperse the street fighters, many of whom ran inside a theater that was showing the new hit movie Frozen 2. The report says there were multiple families there with children who were left weeping and fearful because of the chaos. The extent of the injuries suffered by the officers has not been detailed. And some wet weather will impact a busy holiday travel week that's coming up. The AAA estimates more than 55 million Americans will be traveling at least 50 miles from home to celebrate Thanksgiving. And at the same time, rain, sleet, and in some places, snow will be falling across the country. Some storm systems are already moving across the U.S. now and will continue to do so through Thursday. And Deontay Wilder delivering a seventh-round knockout of Luis Ortiz last night in Las Vegas to retain his WBC Heavyweight Boxing Championship. The fight plodding along for the first six-plus rounds as the two men went through a feeling-out process, it appeared, before Wilder delivered that single-punch KO in the seventh Ortiz was seeking to become the first ever Cuban heavyweight champion. We're online at usaradio.com, and for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. 
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Longest-running fight show in history, longest-running, holy cow, I never thought it'd be this long, seriously. 36 years now, welcome to the show, my name is Pedro Fernandez, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne 36 years later. And I remember in the first few years of my little title run here, they, they sort of they put a couple of chicks up against. Remember, they had some women doing combat sports shows, and then they, they brought some guys. They brought a couple of regular guys, guys who were just like, you know, the regular guys that were fight fans. They brought a couple of regular guys, and they tried to do that. Didn't work. Here we sit high atop, of course, one of the big networks, uh, Sports Byline here. 36 years into existence. I thank you so much for being there. Because guess what? Bottom line is, while people listening, there would be no show. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. In fact, you know, there's a million things you've been doing right now. The fact you listen to Sports Byline and the Sports Byline, of course, Combat Sports Show, the premier show when it comes to combat sports, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, if you didn't join us in hour number one, I will go over the last night's fight. Of course, the WBC heavyweight title going down. Actually, didn't go down. The challenger went down round number seven. I'll talk about Luis Ortiz. King Kong Ortiz, 31-1 coming in, got knocked out in the seventh round. One big right hand from Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber. Of course, the 2008 Olympic bronze medalist out of Mobile, Alabama. Yes, the mecca of boxing. Not. And the bottom line is he's 42-0-1 now, 41 knockouts. I mean, he's got a great record. It looks good on paper. My, my expert buddies say that he's a conditioned street fighter. Larry Mercer says he's a little bit more than that. Bottom line is, he and Tyson Fury are supposed to hook it up in February. I'll believe that when I see it. They, they have agreed to fight, but I just don't think that Tyson Fury will be ready in February. I really think that that, that cut that he received is bad news. I really think it's bad news. You are tuned in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. More after the break. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful. It holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. Thank you, Pedro. You want to run tomorrow? I'll be right. You going to run tomorrow morning? <laughs> 5 30. I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. You haven't done road work until you've run along Sugar Ray Leonard. I kid you not. Because I was kicking his ass for two miles. I was kidding. No, I, wasn't. I was hanging with him for two and a half miles. And then that last half mile, he, I'm telling you, he, he looked like I was watching like somebody from the cheap seats in the theater. You know how small somebody looks? I mean, he was just so small because that's how far he was ahead of me. He was like a little miniature guy. The truck that was following us left me and went up and hung out with Ray. That's how far ahead Ray was. So you want to run with somebody, don't pick Sugar Ray Leonard to run with. Straight up, the UFC, lackadaisical month, of course, coming to the end of the year as far as the world of ultimate fighting is concerned. And people say I don't give the UFC enough play. So here we go. 
The USC, of course, rocking and rolling last week in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Of course, Jan Blackwich took out, uh, was taking was a decision over Ronaldo. How do I get this? Was it Ronaldo Jacari? I think that was his name. Anyway, yeah, Ronaldo Jacari. Ronaldo Souza. Anyway, Jan Blackwich beat him. Uh, Mauricio Shogun Ruhr, that old USC veteran, still fighting like 40-something years old, like 90 years old, really, in the world of combat sports. He defeated Paul Craig on his split draw. So I take that back. It was an even fight, split draw. And of course, nothing else on the card that really stands out. So if you, you know, if you watch it on ESPN Plus, you didn't have to pay for it except for your five bucks a month. So that was a pretty good deal. Now, the rest of the UFC cards are certain. Big pay-per-view card coming up, of course. This is the UFC welterweight championship. I'm talking about 170 pounds. Of course, the title once held by the great GSP, Georges Saint-Pierre, of course, Canadian icon. Still teasing about coming back. I, you know, I'm not a big GSP fan until he beat the snot out of Michael Bisping. When he stepped up like to almost 20 pounds and just beat Michael Bisping down. Just beat him. Oh, man, he tore Michael Bisping up. Anyway, got Michael Bisping to, to submit. Anyway, not a, I wasn't the biggest GSP fan until he did that. More power to GSP. But now he's picking his shots. I'd like to see him come back and fight one more, one or maybe two more super fights before he can't do it from the calendar. concerned. I'm talking about the calendar of life. Before that just turns too much on him because he's getting up there in age. I think he's about 37 now. Anyway, the next UFC event, big UFC as far as uh, the main cards concerned. This has got a pretty good card to it, man. I kid you not. Uh, Kamaru Usman, of course, he is the world reigning light heavyweight champion. Of the Did I take about reigning welterweight champion of the UFC, 170 pounds. Take it on Donald Trump's fighter. The interim champion, Colby Covington. Of course, Colby Covington is Mr. Right Wing and Mr. Trial Donald Trump. I mean, he's people that certain aspects of the country strongly identify with. Okay, so Usman, being the guy with of, of African descent originally, Nigerian, he's got a little bit more than this is a little bit more than a fight to him. Okay, he's 15 and one coming in this fight. He's only lost at one by by submission. I'm talking about. Camus, and you know he's he's the real deal. He's a champion, and right now he's a betting favorite. Now, Mr. Covington, no hobo, baby, no hobo at all. Get this, man. Pretty good record. I mean, fifteen and one. Come on, he's only lost one fight as well. So you know, Covington's a good guy as far as in the rings concerned, in the octagon concerned, but outside the octagon concerned, I guess his political his political beliefs um, are better. Better, just better not viewed in my mind. Better not viewed because, you know, the, listen, whether you like Donald Trump or not, the majority of the country doesn't. And the majority of the country didn't vote for him. That other lady, and you can, she's a despicable, wherever you want to call her, okay? Talk about Hillary Clinton, call her what you want. But she got five million more votes than this dude. Five million more votes than he's president. So that's a little scary in it just itself. I think the majority should rule in this country. Anyway, back to the sport of MMA, of course, and the UFC. Rocking and rolling. And they've got this big event. Of course, Max Holloway is going to be the co-feature. Max Holloway is a guy that, how can I put it? He brings it all. He destroyed Brian Ortega. He couldn't make it a lightweight. Of course, failed against Dustin Poirier, moving up from 145 pounds. He is the reigning featherweight champion, 145 pounds, moving up to 155, taking on Dustin Poirier. Of course, Dustin Poirier won that fight over five rounds. And then Max just wasn't big enough for him. And then, of course, he went over and fought fought Khabib in, in, in Dubai did Dustin Poirier, and he got dusted. So that was sort of like a foregone conclusion anyway. More power to Dustin. He was very respectful afterwards, and so was Khabib. He could be very respectful as long as he's kicking your butt because he's 24-0, 25-0, 26-0, depending on what record could be talking about. But the bottom line is the guy's beating bears this time. When I say beating bears, look it up on YouTube. You see him slapping bears around, like wrestling bears. Anyway, Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. 
Of course, Max Holloway has got that one loss in the last fight, of course, at 155 pounds. Will that lat will that loss take anything away from him? Will it take you know tire? Will it take rubber off his tire? Will it take tread off the tire? As far as he's concerned, well, Max Holloway, he's one of those guys in the world of combat sports. Not one of those guys in the world of combat sports. Your time is really, really like questionable. What I mean is there's no real window of opportunity because anything can happen at any given time. And the way you lose in the world of mixed martial arts, and I'm talking about octagon fighting and you know the cage, which you want to call it, submission, knockout, disqualification, points, I mean, medical stoppage, all kinds of different ways you can lose and or win. Where in boxing, you, know, you get disqualified, you get knocked out, you get cut. Or maybe, you know, you lose on points. Not too many ways to lose in boxing. There's so many different ways, too many different submissions in the world of uh, of mixed martial arts that it's hard to stay, you know, with a decent record, hard to stay on top. But now, of course, Mr. Holloway now 21 and 5. Was he 21? No, 21 and 4. 10 knockouts. Good puncher. No doubt about that. Beat the snot out of the aforementioned Brian Ortega. Of course, that was last December. And it was a fight in which I think ruined Brian Ortega not only as a fighter, and people are going to say this to me. How the hell can you sit high atop your your? How can you sit there and, and and say this? I think it. I think it hurt him forever. I just don't think that anybody could ever come back from that kind of ass whooping. And you may have heard me talk about this week in and week out. But I'm telling you, it was sort of like it, I I sort of I sort of I saw a guy get beaten up one time. With, I saw the after effects when I was a policeman of a guy that got beaten with a baseball bat. And they fractured his skull like in five or six places, and his face was all the. I mean, that's what Brian Ortega looked like. And somebody hit him with a baseball bat when he fought when he fought Max Holloway. Okay, so called Brian. We'll get into Brian in just a minute. His next fight is going to be December nineteenth in Korea against a Korean fighter, the Korean Zombie. But Max Holloway, he I think he destroyed Brian Ortega, and I don't think that. I, I just don't. I can't believe that the cornerman that stood there. I mean, his corner. He's changed corners since, but he he blamed the corner for his loss. Yeah, I mean, they should have stopped the fight. So I'm going along with that. You know, most fighters blame their corners and uh, it's the corner's fault. Yeah, no, no, no. Most of the time it's your fault. But this time it might have been the corner's fault because I think they should have stopped that fight a lot earlier than they did. I think it was eventually stopped in the fourth or after the third. And he was beaten up, like as I said. Imagine this. He was beaten more severe than a guy I saw get beat up by three people with baseball bats. Okay, that's how beaten, how severely beaten he was. And I don't think that, that Mr. Ortega can ever return from it. I don't think he can ever recover from it. Not emotionally, not mentally, and not physically. Surely not as a fighter. I just don't see it that. Of course, he's going to do battle uh, on the 19th of December in Korea against a Korean zombie who's not a hobo. The Korean zombie is no bum. I'm telling you, he's not a stiff. I mean, he's the real deal. He can fight. He can knock people out. He ain't got the greatest record in the world, but there's another guy that sort of learns how to, learned how to fight on the job. You learn with experience. You do learn with experience. Of course, USC going to rock and roll from mm, Busan, South Korea. I haven't been to South Korea. I've been all over Europe, uh, Asia, but not South Korea. And, of course, this is taking on the Korean zombie. Not a good thing. And, and, and I'll say it again. If ever there was a kid that you could have built a franchise around, could have been the franchise guy, it was Brian Ortega, Mexican-American. He, he, he talks beautiful Spanish, beautiful English. I mean, he's very articulate. You would never know he's Mexican-American by talking to him. So you can't say he's language biased or anything like that. Because, you know, when you get a guy on TV, and I hate to say it, and I try to tell my friends this, and I know this is going to sound not too designed to come across sounding well on the radio, but my friends who have accents, I tell them, you know, you don't want to face language bias. 
and you do face language bias. You want to talk as clear and be as concise as you can. So I try to tell them to get, try to try to skip the accent a little bit, try to skip the slang when they're talking with people, so people take you better. Because let me tell you, first impressions are everything, especially in the world of Trump. So Brian Ortega and Chan Zung Jung, Hung Young. Anyway, bottom line is Brian Ortega probably going to win that fight. But if he does win that fight, it's going to be you know at a, at an expense. And then if the Korean Zombie wins, it's all over for Brian Ortega. He can never come back from a second fight loss. There's just no way it's happening. Bottom line is, I'm worried for Brian Ortega's health because of the fact the USC didn't help him, the doctors didn't help him, those ringside doctors, they should have their licenses taken away. They should be banned from the medical business. I'm serious. The ringside doctors for Brian Ortega and Max Holloway should be banned for life. In the corner, they should be banned for life. And the referee, he should be banned for life. All those people should be banned for life because I think they destroyed this kid. Bottom line is, they don't care. Guess what? There should be, there should be, there should be, you do stupid things, you should have to pay for it, especially when you're in your position of power. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. He is Mexican. He's proud to be Mexican. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing MMA today only on Sports Byline. Although I am uh, appreciative of his talents, I am against the fact that I'm against this guy moving up in weight. Why do I say that? Because I think he wasn't the biggest featherweight in the world. And I think when he moves up to 130 pounds, he's going to realize that four pounds in difference Four pounds is a big difference, especially in combat sports, folks. I kid you not. We're talking about Oscar Valdez, of course, the undefeated Mexican. I think he was Olympic gold medalist at one point in time now, 26-0, 20 KOs, the featherweight champion of the World Boxing Organization for a long time. And now he's moving up after 26 fights to 130 pounds. Now, after 141 rounds, 126 pounds, I guess maybe I'm not seeing the guys need to move up in weight. But what I'm trying to tell you is that Unless you've, ex- unless you've exhausted all your options at a weight, then you move up. And I think that he and Leo Santa Cruz, the aforementioned Leo Santa Cruz, those guys should have hooked it up. I can't believe that fight wasn't made. I don't know why, but that fight just wasn't made. At the end of the day, he's going to come back up and talk about Mr. Valdez in his first fight at 130 pounds after a broken hand. I think he had one big one comeback fight after a broken hand. But the bottom line is he's coming to get back against Andres Gutierrez who comes in it. 38 and 2 with a draw. Of course, that's going to be at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas, November the 30th. November the 30th, boxing is happening. Where's it happening at? It's happening on the zone. It's happening on ESPN Plus. So if you haven't got these apps, you know, you sort of lost. And it's not that expensive. It's not, it's not, it's, you know, it's not like when you had to, you know, buy HBO and God bless Larry Merchant, but you had to buy HBO and the pay-per-views and then maybe Showtime had a pay-per-view or somebody else had a pay-per-view and put it all together. Sometimes I remember back in the days when I legitimately paid for cable, God knows that was a long, 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 I keep going long, 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 long time ago. Um, but some of those bills each month are like a couple hundred bucks in the early 90s. A couple hundred bucks. I said to myself, we got to get around this. A couple hundred bucks a month is just too much to be watching the fights. And that's what I was doing, watching. Because, you know, a pay-per-view would come down. It'd be 40 bucks. They have three, sometimes two, three pay-per-views a month. 200 bucks before you knew it. Anyway, bottom line is uh, Oscar Valdez coming back 130 pounds. is going to go down, of course, on the 30th. You know, he's, he's good. He's better than good. I think he's incredibly talented. But as I said, I don't like guys moving up in weight unless they absolutely have to. We'll see if, if he has to when he takes on bigger guys at 130 pounds. So remember the 30th, of course, Carl Frampton going to rock and roll in the 30th as well. Oscar Valdez on the card. Andrews Gutierrez on top. WBC Super Featherweight Eliminator. That's 130-pound eliminator. Carl Frampton, the uh, kid from across the pond. Scotland, I believe. Glasgow, Scotland. Carl Frampton is a once-beaten fighter. Good fighter. No doubt about that. Frampton comes alive. He's come alive a few times. Taking on Tyson McCreary. McCreary can fight as well. That's 130 pounds. Carlos Adamas on the same car going to take on Patrick Tessiera. That's for WBO 
Junior Middleweight Eliminator. Of course, that's November 30th. That's on ESPN+. Plus. November 30th, also on ESPN+. Plus. So Lonnie Zeet versus uh, Johnny Casamero for the WBO. That's the World Boxing Organization, 180-pound title, 118-pound title. In fact, if you want to know anything about the World Boxing Organization, you can always go to their website, WBOboxing.com. And while I say that, I want to admit or at least tell you guys that the World Boxing Organization is a sponsor of this show. So the WBO Bantamweight title, 118 pounds, going down ESPN Plus November the 30th. Also on the 30th, The Zone. Got a guy with one of these terrible names. You know these Russian guys, right? So what they do? They put two Russian guys, looks like, against each other. So they've got double name issues here. Rezahab Budahev. How's that? That's okay. Reza Budahev. Only can say that 10 times. Versus Alexander Best Putin. Okay, Best Putin. Mm, that must be Russian. WBA welterweight title, 147-pound belt. On what happened to the other title? You know, they sort of take these titles away from these guys because, you know, Mr. Mr. What? Uh, Earl Spence is off. Look at Earl Spence. Did you see that picture of him that was on the internet this week? Holy cow, the booking picture that was taken like about 14 to 14 to 21 days after his car accident. Because the reason why I tell you that it was 14 to 21 days after, even though there's no date on the picture, was that being a former policeman, I looked at that, looked at it in a, in a former boxer, looked at that face. And the fact that his, his scabs had already come off and his, his, his cuts were, his, his wounds were like discolored. That told me, you know, that was, this was probably less than a month old. So bottom line is the... The booking photo, of course, he was booked for DUI, driving under the influence. And they really haven't said what it was. Was it blow or was it just booze? Bottom line is, he'll never fight again. I saw that picture of him. And let me tell you, one eye looks like it's off neurologically. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong this time. And I'm stepping out on a limb here and saying that Earl Spence is done. Stick a fork at him. Stick a fork at him. He didn't die flying out of that, flying out of that, that car, okay? But guess what? I just don't think he'll ever, ever box again. Larry Merchant told me this week when we were talking about Earl Spence, chatting back and forth via text. We text each other. Two old guys texting back and forth. Anyway, he said to me, because you know, I said, show him, I showed him the picture of Spence. I said, I said, you know, there's his face. His face looks a little busted up and his eye looks off. And, you know, one eye doesn't look like it's pointed in the same direction in the same uh, light as the other eye. In other words, one eye looks off. When you see that, that's neurological damage. What am I trying to tell you? I don't think he'll ever be able to step onto the boxing ring ever again. I don't think Earl Spence will ever put on a boxing glove again. And why am I saying that? I've seen too many guys in the past get hurt. And this is just one thing. When you get hurt to this extent, you know, there's really no need to come back. If he was driving a Ferrari or a Porsche, whatever he was driving, it was worth 150 grand. He's got some money. Get some car insurance on that one. Pay the deductible, man. Put the money in the bank. You got a house? Don't do it anymore. Don't box anymore. I wouldn't do it. Would you put your if your kid flipped out of a Jaguar so that whatever that car was at 80, 90 miles per hour and, and, and like got all banged around and bounced around this net? Would you really want him to go back and put his put his life on the line in a boxing ring? Don't you think he sort of got lucked out the fact he wasn't killed here? Because the bottom line is there's probably like a million to one. I'm not an odds maker, but if Herbie Lambeck was still alive. Herbie Hoops Lambeck, my famed odds maker, of course, from Leroy Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, when Herbie and I used to run the lines, Herbie, Herbie would do the lines, you guys. He'd do, he'd do the lines for Boxing Update and Flash Magazine, but he would give me the lines mm, a day or two in advance, you know, before they went to press, because we'd print the magazine, and once once the magazine was printed, Flash or Boxing Update, everybody rushed to the betting, betting windows based on Herbie's picks. I kid you not. That's how good Herb Lambeck was. And the reason why they called him Herbie Hoops Lambeck was he was an expert at picking basketball games. He made zillions of dollars and lost zillions of dollars 
betting on basketball, but he was an expert, no doubt about it. When it came to boxing, that was his passion. Although he had a few gaps as far as fights was concerned, Herbie had a great, great batting average all in the end. Bottom line is, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Combat sports is the uh, subject. Of course, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Somebody shot me a text. You know, you know, I don't know. I didn't mention the fact that Leo Santa Cruz, El Terremoto, I guess that means terrorist in Spanish, a uh, little terrorist, um, 37-101, I talked about there earlier, winning a a 12-round decision, um, almost a shutout decision. You know, he won his fourth weight division. I, I don't go with because the weight division aren't as tough as they used to be. They aren't. I mean, there was a reason why I only won world titles. I only won world I only won Golden Glove titles at 139 pounds. Because when I moved to 147, you know, I dropped this guy. I wasn't big enough at 147. I just wasn't big enough. And, and, and you know, so I told you this before. And people laugh when I say this, but I say it in public. and It gets people's attention. Size matters in two things. Pornography and combat sports. Bottom line is, the guy that has the size usually nine out of ten times wins. A good big man. Usually beats a good little man, unless you've got like somebody like Roberto Duran. Speaking of Roberto Duran, if you go to my Facebook page, Pedro Fernandez, Pedro Pete Fernandez there on Facebook, <clears throat> and check it out, I've got a picture that was taken this week of the great Roberto Duran, quite possibly the greatest fighter in the history of boxing. I kid you not. The greatest fighter of all time. Manos Bietra, hands of stone. He's 69 years old, got a full head of hair, got his faculties. I was with him last Halloween <clears throat> in Panama City. At the WBO convention, of course, he was there. He he, he brought out his band, his, his family. They, they they you know he's a percussionist. So Roberto was rocking and rolling. He was still sharpening little interviews and this and that. So he's still got it going on. He's making the social scene. He's been all over the world the last few months. So but this last week, somebody shot me a picture. Hector Martinez shot me the picture, and I put it up on Facebook so you can check it out. It's got more likes and more notices, like a couple hundred of them. I kid you not. But it's an incredibly incredibly stunning picture of the man with the hands of stone in 2019, Roberto Manos Pietro Duran. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, talking boxing and MMA. I'm going to switch gears in the in the next segment. I'm going to take us back in time. I'm going to take you back to some, some good moments in boxing. The, you know, Muhammad Ali's moments. The fact when, you know, when, 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 he, when he said anything, the world stopped. What did he say? What did he say? What's Ali doing now? What's Ali? Who's he going to fight next? Well, we're going to hear from Muhammad Ali in depth in different different interviews, different clips, different quips, different ear, different parts of his life. We're going to go through the whole thing with Ali and have some fun with that. Of course, it's always great to pay tribute to him. I was so lucky to be blessed with his presence you know, on a couple of tours through Asia and some other times here in the United States. So I'm just... I really, you know, people look back and say, you know, Pedro, you spent time around Muhammad Ali, you know, and I really don't think all that much about it because he didn't make me feel like it was a big thing. He made a thing like me, you know, you're my guy and that's all there is to it. And I told you about the time that the first time I flew to China with him in 1993, I mean, he put, took a liking to me. I was sitting back there in coach trying to hit on some girl and coach and he comes up and gets me and says, you come here. So I said, okay. So I took him, get your bag. So I got my bag. I went up there. He put me in executive suite. He gave me my own bed in executive suite. I told you a story of that one, right? I opened up the car. I couldn't sleep because Muhammad Ali's like 10 feet away. I can't sleep. Nobody can sleep with Muhammad Ali the greatest 10 feet away in this in this cabin with all these beds in this 747. Anyway, so I opened up the pilot door, right? And all three guys were sleeping. That's what, that was a nightmare. I got I woke up Belani Ali, Muhammad Ali's wife. She thought I was pontificating. I wasn't. They were asleep. She woke up the other crew, and we never flew Air China again. 
You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast. Now we're talking combat sports, baby, only on Sports Byline. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient you get great clothes delivered right to you so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Message and data rates may apply. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting SMART to 84888. Sleep great through the holidays and get up to $400 off by texting SMART to 84888. That's S-M-A-R-T to 84888. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in the exclusive Sports Byline production. 
When Muhammad Ali turned pro in 1960, of course, he was then named Cassius Clay. That was his name before becoming world heavyweight champion and converting Islam and the nation. Uh, and, of course, the Elijah, Dr. the honorable, the in his mind, Elijah Muhammad becoming a, a Muslim. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, he was 56 and 5, 37 KOs. Only got stopped that one time. I told you I was crying in front of him, and he told me I had to stop crying. I told you that story. We're at the, the Larry Holmes fight. Larry Holmes um, Muhammad Ali fight, October 2nd, 1980. And, and Muhammad Ali gets beat up for 10 rounds. And I'm like, about the ninth round, about the eighth round, you know, I, I know this this is not this is not going to turn around. You know, I mean, I could see the, the writing's on the wall. Actually, the writing was on the wall before the fight started, but I just wouldn't. I wouldn't admit it, okay? I just wouldn't 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 come to the the realization. Ollie was 38 years old, and George and Larry Holmes was a young stud ready to kick his butt. In fact, I knew that Larry had beaten Ollie up in many many other gym sessions. So why would the fight be any different? But still, I wanted Ali to win badly. Bottom line is he didn't. But here's a look at Muhammad Ali. Some funnies, some sads. Bottom line is here's Muhammad Ali unplugged. I hear a lot of talk about old time great fighters. I hear people say that Joe Lewis, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. After watching these films, watching their opponents, watching their styles, watching how they fought, watching the footwork and their speed, and my critics will admit that I am the fastest heavyweight in the history of boxing with feet and hands. It may come as a shock to you, but I say that I would have beat every heavyweight that ever lived before me. Joe's gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Is Joe Frazier your cousin? That's right. He sure is. <laughs> and you think your cousin can whoop me? Uh -huh. You really do? Uh -huh. Anybody on my... <laughs> Anybody on your one? Anybody in my family, I think. Tell me. Anybody in your family can whoop me? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm Joe Frazier's your cousin. After I whoop Joe Frazier, you still gonna come in here and buy hamburgers? Uh-huh. <laughs> if dope. I beat him, you gonna still buy hamburgers? Uh-huh. All right. But try not to. Try not to. <laughs> Let me see it close your mouth and just keep it closed. Well, you know that's impossible. No, 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 keep it closed. You know that's impossible. I'm the greatest. And I'm knocking out all bones. And if you get too small, I'll knock you out. He, he can't go one out. He might get him in two. He pulled his hands back. He holds his hands too low. Well, I'm still going in with All of you reporters made it hard on this one. Never write about me like that. Never make me fix the one. You just make me angry. Never, never make me no underdog. And never talk about who's going to stop me. Well, ain't nobody going to stop me. Not a heavyweight in the world fast enough to stop me. Slow Joe Lewis whoop me. Slow moving, shuffling Joe Lewis beat me. Henry Cooper's nothing to me. Uh, if this bum go over five rounds, I won't return to the United States for 30 days. That's final. Okay, since you're not worried about this guy Cooper, uh, how about when you get through with him? What are your plans after that? Well, uh, you're right. I'm not even worried about this big bum. Uh, Cooper will only be a warm-up until I get to that big, ugly bear, Sonny Liston. London, England, I jumped off the airplane. Put your cameraman everywhere I go. You can look in the gym today. The TV, the cameraman, everybody follows me. I'm so great. See that bear on the street? I beat him before the fight. 
You'd actually take him on before the fight? Beat him like I'm his daddy. I, I, I make this prediction. This will be the biggest upset in all fighting history, and this will be the easiest fight of my life. The ball is training harder for this fight than any fight in the past. This is Cassius Marcellus Clay. He's young. He's handsome. They know it. He's a poet, a prophet, and many people believe he'll be the next heavyweight champion of the world. I saw Sonny Liston a few days ago, Cash. Ain't he ugly? <laughs> he's too ugly to be the world champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. Well, he told me to bet my life that you wouldn't go three rounds. Well, if you want to lose your money, then bet on Sonny. Oh, uh, may I ask you Because this? I'll never lose a fight. It's impossible. Tell him. It's impossible. Never lost a beat. fight in your life. Ask any of my fans when was the last time they lost. I'm too fast. Champion from the crib. I'm the king. Born the town. Born the champ from the crib. Ah! I predict that he will go in eight to prove that I am great. And if he want to go to heaven, I'll get him in seven. He'll be in the worst of fix if I cut it to six. And if he keeps talking jive, I'll cut it to five. I'm the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it, you're not that great. I'm a bad man. I don't want to mess with your trainer. I just want you to know that from now on, you are the rabbit. Why do it sound like I'm quiet to you? As loud as I'm hollering, you call me quiet. Well, this is a report we heard from I'm morning. hollering loud because I can back up every word. And I'll whoop any man in the world, and I want everybody out there on TV to know it. I am the greatest. The takings are a Foley too lightly. Why would you say that? Because every indication has been that you're confident that you can beat Zara. I'm confident I can whoop all of them. This ain't nothing new. My image is being confident. We're just trying to make it look like something new for I'm always confident I can whoop all of them. You're being extremely truculent. Whatever truculent means, if that's good, I'm that. You tell Joe that I'm here with Sugar Ray. Joe Lewis is flat-footed, and Sonny Lister is flat-footed. Sugar Ray and I are two pretty down. We came As soon as I knock that bomb off, I'm going to take Cleveland Williams, our Billy, da Billy Daniels, both in the same night, if we can arrange it. I'll whip both of the bombs. During that fight that you lost, you said you'd kiss his feet. I lied. <laughs> I'm for real, man. I'm for real. Come you in. just get past Patterson. Come I'm on, ring number two. Stones are falling five. Sonny, come over and make that offer. Come over and make that offer. And you be there to see it, you hear? Man, I'm, I don't get hit. I'm the fastest thing on two feet, man. Are you crazy? I'm tired of talking. Listen, the champion just made an offer. $100 around a spar with him. And you can only, and you can get in shape besides. Well, I'll make a better offer than that. I'll fight the champ for nothing. Frazier visited our studios while preparing for their fight number two and to analyze their fight number one. He gonna bring up the hospital. Uh, what difference? Why'd you bring up the hospital? I went to the hospital. Why? Why you figure I'm equal? I went to the hospital. Why you think I'm equal? You know, sit down. Sit down, man. Sit down, Joe. Why do you think I'm equal? Sit down, Joe. Huh? Sit down, quick. Why do you think I'm equal? Sit down, quick, Joe. Well, we're having a scene, as you can see, and it's hard to tell whether it's clowning or for real between the two fights. 
This kind of thing has been going on all along in terms of promotion of a fight, and this time it seems to be for real, because Joe Frazier is really angry. I think that Ali is probably clowning. The oldest man is going to whoop George Foreman, and I'm going to whoop him of all places in Africa, in the Congo, where the Lumumba boys are. Don't fight in your home territory. You couldn't be any happier the way this is coming up in September. Why would you call Africa my home territory? You've been telling me that for 10 years. That's right, and if you come over there talking like that, we'll cook you. I've been working four months for this fight. My weight today is 214 pounds. That's fight weight already. I'm way ahead of schedule. My timing, my accuracy, my reach will be an inch and a half longer. The man is sore. The man is flat-footed. The man don't stand a chance. The stage has been set. This man is supposed to annihilate me. Ten years from starting this I'm supposed to be get it that time. I think it's befitting that I go out of boxing just like I came in. Shocking the world by beating a big, bad, ugly monster that nobody could beat. I told you, all of my critics, I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. Wanna beat Sunday Liston? I told you today, I'm still the greatest of all time. Never again defeat me. Never again say that I'm gonna be defeated. Never again make me the underdog until I'm about 50 years old. Right. Then you might get me. I told you, I'm the real champion. I told you, I'm the champion of the world. All of you bow. All of my critics crawl. It's Joe Frazier. They still think Joe Frazier can beat me. And I got his conscience right here to keep me on guard. See, see, here's the way he looks when you hit it. <laughs> Come on, Gorilla. This is a thriller. <laughs> I don't care how small the ring is, I'll fight that chump in a telephone booth. Oh, look at me. Look at my nose. Perfect shape. Lips, face. Now, I'm, I'm not boasting. And it's hard to be humble when you're criticized. What were some of the things that bothered you? He called me Uncle Tom. I know I never knew what Tom was. You know, I thought it was a guy peeped through windows or something, you know? And I never see that in the window. It's peeping Tom. I remember Joe Frazier telling me about that. He goes, I, I, he goes, everything was sort of cool until I realized what an Uncle Tom was, and that sort of pissed me off. And the bottom line was he had bad blood with Muhammad Ali for many, many years. But in the end, they were pals when they both went to the uh, – when they both went to the grave, so power to them both. But looking at Ali versus all the other heavyweights, talk about Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, of course, 66-3, and three, got knocked out by Rocky Marsano. Incredibly, of course, the knockout early, earlier on by uh, Max Schmeling. Had a stellar career, but he couldn't have dealt with Muhammad Ali. Evander Holyfield, props to him, but... 44 and 10, of course, a three-time champion, four-time champion, 1984 to 2011, stuck around too long, of course, Atlanta GA, I did a lot of his fights for King Vision Television, he wasn't of Ali's ilk either, Floyd Patterson, Ali beat him twice, Rocky Marciano, therein lies a question mark, Marciani, 49-0, the only heavyweight champion ever to retire undefeated, of course, the undefeated retired because of a back problem or because Sonny Liston was coming up, coming up in the ranks, which one was it? A lot of people have, uh, a lot of people think it was Liston, but he did have some back issues, though. And I'm talking about Rocky Marshall. He was a guy that trained incredibly hard. He was always in good, good cardio shape. Not the greatest, most polished boxer in the world, but man, he could, if he hit you with that, with that little short right hand of his, it was all over. So Rocky Marshall, undefeated, but 
he was too small, man. The guy was like five foot ten at best. Okay, you try to tell me some guy that's five foot ten and bobbing and weaving is going to beat Muhammad Ali and either or the the uh, the 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 kid that came out of the Olympics. Not even the kid that came out of the Olympics. I'm telling you, man. Once Ali got himself a professional license, I just don't think you know. After a few fights, I don't think it was any heavyweight ever better. Joe Frazier, he beat Joe two out of three times. That first fight. Hell of a fight, no doubt about it. March 8th, 1971. Larry Merchant and I both still think, we're old enough to remember that. Both still think, <laughs> both still think, we were, at this, we were at the first supper, the last supper about anyway. Anyway, we both think that Muhammad Ali won that fight. We just thought that he won more than more than enough rounds to win the fight. The fight was scored on the rounds basis. Joe Frazier had a big 11th round where he knocked Ali almost into another time zone, knocked him into another borough. If they were fighting in Manhattan, he knocked him into Brooklyn. And then, of course, the 15th round when he knocked Muhammad Ali down with that vicious uh, wild left hook. It wasn't wild. It landed, but Joe threw it. Boom. It was perfectly placed. Ali got up off the deck. Straight up, Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, Switch, Klitsch goes, any of these guys, man, can you, the only one Ali told me would have problems with, guess what? Guess what we, guess what we talked about having problems with? Jack Johnson. That's the only guy he told me. And I said, why Jack Johnson? He goes, because he was big and he hit hard. Jack Johnson, of course, 1897 to 1931, 71, 11, and 11. And he fought out here in San Francisco a few times at that outdoor parking lot I told you about when they built that arena out there on the Daly City border. Bottom line is, Jack Johnson, the only guy Muhammad Ali thought that ever gave him any problems in his prime. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 
800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? What happened to the birthday? You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Of course, it comes to you every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific. I was sort of deflated there. We were supposed to do something regarding my birthday, and the producer blew it. So I was sort of deflating. But the bottom line is, Today is my 62nd birthday, and to the hundreds of people that have given me wishes on the Internet through Facebook and social media and that kind of good stuff, I say you're too kind as far as your words are concerned. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. In fact, words cannot suffice. Bottom line is I do this um, as a passion. I have. When this show started, nobody ever said you'd make any money doing combat sports on the radio. You can money, make money doing baseball on the radio or football on the radio or, or basketball on the radio, but you're probably not going to make too much money in combat sports. Plus, you're probably boxing, per se, and you're probably going to be pigeonholed as a boxing announcer being a former boxer and this and that. You know what? All those stereotypes are true, but the bottom line is we've been doing this 36-plus years now. I've got a great team around me. The bottom line is Scott Cuddy is the best producer in the world, of course. The bottom line is, at the end of the day, I'm very content and very happy in life. Is this being my second 62nd birthday? I don't think I've ever been happier on a birthday. I mean, I thought about that. This has been just a great day. I feel good in life, and I hope that you feel equally as well. And if you don't, do what I did. Take a good long look in the mirror. See what you're doing wrong. It's not too hard. Take a good long look in the mirror. It may take one or more long, one or more long looks, but the bottom line is you'll figure it out because the bottom line is you know you. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturdays and Sundays, of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2. Should I keep going? iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. But the bottom line is we really pushed, I pushed the iHeart delayed broadcast on Facebook. And, of course, you can always check us out at Facebook. When you look to Pedro Fernandez and or Ring Talk, just check us out on Facebook as we rock and roll. Try to do things seven days a week. Try to keep things up there. And, of course, I'm an opinionated guy. Can you figure that one out? Bottom line is, thank you so much for the birthday wishes and all the best to you. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, a production of Sports Byline, and the great EP, the executive producer, the great Scott Cuddy. Peace and respect, and thank you all. <laughs> 